Well, the rugby league family is full of big personalities. And one of those is Gus Warland, uh, the Roosters number one fan, but more importantly these days, the founder of Gotcha for Life. Uh, Gus, I've been asking everyone that I've been chatting to how they're traveling through isolation. Uh, how are you faring so far? Zach, I'm well, thank you, mate. Um, mate, it's, it hasn't been easy. I had ups and downs. I've had days where my wife was in Tokyo when the whole thing hit. So I watched 80 episodes of The Wire in five days. And the three um, teenage kids just basically ran right and did whatever they wanted to do because I was just, you know, in a bit of a slump. I think we've all had little funky bits over the last couple of weeks. But as a general rule, I'm pretty positive. Um, but I think it's also important to realise that everyone's going through difficult times as well. So it's all right to have a couple of crappy days. Um, as long as you've got some things in place that can help you get out of it and then try to be as positive as possible. But yeah, we're a bit out of control, aren't we, at the moment, not quite knowing when this is going to end. And um, just like you are, mate, mad, passionate for everything sport. So not have, being able to turn the telly on and get anything live is, um, is doing, me, doing my head in. Are you missing your footy? Although the Roosters started 0-2, I'll just remind you of that to start the year. <laughs> Well, surely those points have got to be chucked away. I mean, we're talking a different competition uh, now. I mean, <laughs> righto, righto, Nick Velitis. Yeah. Um, no, I obviously um, would have loved to have started the season at least one and one, especially to beat your Manly Sea Eagles. But um, we have started pretty poorly the last couple of years, to be honest. We've ended up around about the four and four type thing after we've won the comp and then won the World Club Challenge. That's obviously takes a bit out of you. And um, oh, complete complete trust in, in Robbo in getting the boys up for when it really counts. And if it is a shortened season and we end up finishing, you know, in like say fifth or sixth, who wants to play us? Absolutely no one. So um, I think we'll be okay when, the, when, when it really counts. I think we'll be okay. So how have you been dealing with the uh, footy withdrawals? Where have you been getting your fix from? Because... Uh, there's been classic matches. We've got some on NRL.com. Fox League is showing them. Channel 9 is showing them as well. So you can watch your games. Some of them have got new, new commentary on them. Uh, how are you yeah. getting your fix? When I have watched the games um, on Fox League and on NRL.com, I've really enjoyed how quick the game is and how skillful and how many runarounds and the chip over the tops and not so much structure. Um, and I've just loved watching and remembering how good Eric Grove um, Senior was. And that back line of Parramatta was just unbelievable. Brett Kenny and so forth. So, and Sterlow. So I have really enjoyed watching it, but um, I'm really missing the real stuff. Yeah, as am I. Um, as I said, though, off the top, you're the founder of Gotcha for Life. Uh, most people would, you know, as uh, one of the funny guys on the, on the grill team of Triple M for, what, the better part of a decade. But you stepped away from Triple M in terms of a full-time capacity late last year. I, I, I guess... Given what we're going through right now, you are so happy that you're full-time with Gotcha for Life, given the, the uncertain environment we're all going through. Yeah, that's exactly right, Zach. We don't really know an endpoint either, which is a real worry for people. And there's so many people at the moment that have lost their jobs and there's so much uncertainty. And, you know, I like to look at things as you've got a physical fitness, give yourself a market of 10 for your physical fitness. Well, what could you give yourself for your mental fitness? So let's talk about mental health in a positive manner. So I call it mental fitness. And I suppose at the moment, my mental fitness is pretty high. I've been working a lot on myself in the last three or four years since I did the Man Up show on the ABC. And that really 
challenge masculinity in this country and whether or not um, you know, men are trying to live up to a stereotype that is just very, very difficult. We lose six blokes a day every day to suicide. It's the number one way to die if you're an Australian male. Um, aged between 15 and 44. So someone in your age bracket and all your mates and so forth, and a generation up and back, um, the number one way to die is suicide. So just think about that for a moment and realise that we've got a massive problem in this country and we need to be able to build emotional muscle, to be able to have proper conversations, to allow us to be open, honest and vulnerable. So you've got at least one person in your life who has got you for life that you can have that warts and all conversation with. And they know, and you know, they're not going to judge you. They'll love you no matter what. And that is what it's all about. So since November, I've been full on with Gotcha. We're nearly just over three years old. And um, I believe that our country will be in need of getting our mental fitness back more than ever. I don't think we've ever been anything like, like we've never been through anything quite like this. And this generation at the moment is struggling. So we need to be able to, to be able to give them the right lessons to be able to get through it. So you can talk about how you feel. And so we don't keep burying our emotions. And one of the great initiatives that you've started as part of Gotcha for Life uh, during this uh, uncertain time is the uh, Co-Live 19 initiative, which is great. But for our viewers that haven't heard of it, uh, can you please just give us a little bit of a rundown on what it is? Yeah, it's really simple, actually. It's, I'd really love people just to one person a day for 19 days, just get in contact with someone and let them know that you love them. Because we're only physically isolated. We've got all the technology in the world. You and I are now Zooming, we're chatting away, and this will then go out to you know thousands of people. We can still connect. So you need to let people know that they're not alone and that, and even be vulnerable with them. Say, so look, I'm having a really tough day today. Things aren't going well. And, and hopefully that builds uh, a habit for you to be able to go, you know what? I'm gonna make sure it's 20, 21, 22. And then when this is all over, we still leave, we still find ourselves connecting with people. Um, we are just, I reckon this whole awful virus has given us an opportunity to reboot our lives, reboot the planet and just check in with where you are and how you're going and how your life is and whether or not you have your priorities right. The most important thing in the world is your friends and your family and making sure that they're okay and that, that you've got them for life. So there's nothing worse, Zach, I tell you, than standing at a funeral of a bloke that you loved and realising that he didn't have the emotional muscle to start a conversation to say that he was struggling. And I want to give every school kid and every adult and every sporting club and anywhere in Australia, anywhere in the world, the emotional muscle to start that conversation. I know that's where the idea of this Gotcha for Life came from, from, from your perspective. So how important is it for us to stay connected throughout this time and so that we create good habits to continue post-COVID? Yeah, the fact that we've got a little bit more time and stuff should allow us to learn some stuff and to educate ourselves. And what I'm saying to guys is reach out, let people know how you feel. And with the co-live, it's one, it's one a day for 19 days, but you can do more than that if you like. I mean, I must have had six or seven Zooms today, a couple of FaceTimes with mates, just letting, just checking in. I haven't spoken to them in a few days, I haven't spoken to them in a month, and I just wanted to them to know that I was thinking of them. And normally I wouldn't have the time or I'd say that I didn't have the time. I'm racing between one meeting to another or doing something for one of the places that I work. Well, now I've got the time. So I want to make sure that Aussie blokes build this good habit. So when we are back in the hustle and bustle again, and hopefully it's not, it's not too long, 
um, we still go, oh, I haven't checked in with a mate of mine today. Who's it going to be today? You're never too busy to be able to check in with at least one person a day. It takes a couple of minutes. You know how good it is feels when someone rings you and you have a bit of a laugh or you feel like they care about you and they let you know they're a little bit vulnerable and say, I love you. I mean, there's just nothing quite as good as that. And um, we can't give big bear hugs at the moment, but that's the, that's the best we can do. That word vulnerable, you've used it twice. Uh, I think everyone is scared of making themselves vulnerable, but how important is it to take that first step, um, whether it's speak yeah, to a mate, that... a family member or, or a colleague or whatever, and be vulnerable because that is the hardest thing, right? That first conversation. Yeah, of course. And, and we, we've been brought up, your, 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 uh, your age group, my age group, my dad's age group, my grandfather's age group has been told basically just to sort of, you know, shut up and get on with it. Um, and they've been told to show uh, no um, weakness. Uh, just crack on. Well, that's wrong, isn't it? I mean, the simple fact is we need to let blokes know it's okay not to be okay. Why would we want to continue bury the emotions? Um, it's not doing us any good. As I said, the number one way to die as an Australian male aged between 15 and 44 is suicide. So we're doing something wrong. So we need to change that. And we've educated ourselves enough now to realise that it's actually the manliest thing to do is to show vulnerability, but it is difficult. It's not, not, it's easier for me because I've been sitting in this life now for a few years, but I understand it's difficult for blokes because it's so out of what they've been told it takes to be a bloke. But I tell you, I promise you, the deeper the relationship you will get or the depth of relationship you will get when someone actually turns around and says, hey, you know, I'm struggling and I need your help. Oh, there's nothing stronger that's going to bomb blokes together like that. That's proper friendship. We talk about mateship in this country. Mates are one thing, but proper friends where you can actually talk without any, um, without any uh, one thinking anything other than I love you and I want to help you. That's the coolest thing that can happen to blokes in this country. Um, why would bearing emotions be what we want to be doing? Um, that's how it's used to be done and it's not done us any decent service. So it's time to change it up. You've probably noticed that during this time we see maybe the industries we work with in, you know, career players, footy players, they're all posting things that they're doing physically to look after themselves. And I guess it's hard for them to post about the mental exercises to keep them mentally fit. You said before that right now you're in a good place mentally. Is there a checklist you go through? How do you assess where you are? I guess our viewers, how can they do it as well? What I've worked out for me that works for me is getting up in the morning at the same time. So around about 5.30, having a shower, having a shave and just getting myself into that proper routine, then doing my exercise. When I haven't always, you know, looked after myself that way, I got up to 146 and a half kilos when I was on um, Moon Man in the morning last year and I've got, I've lost 20 odd kilos now and I feel better for that. But the simple fact is, Zach, if I get myself into a routine of doing that stuff, and doing my exercise and having a decent brekkie to start my day, that kicks me off beautifully. But that still doesn't mean I'm, I might not have a day where I just go, you know what, I'm gonna roll over and go back to sleep again, or I'm not gonna do that today. That's fine. For me, the most important checklist is to make sure that I'm still communicating. If I'm spending more than a day or two without talking to people and really being my normal self, normally my wife or my kids will pick up on that, but a lot of blokes are by themselves. And if you just feel yourself down, and a little bit sad, um, that's probably a moment to sort of say to someone, hey, I'm not having a great day today. You've got to ring that one person, that one gotcha for life friend. People go, well, how do you pick a gotcha for life friend? It's like, well, who's the one bloke in your group of mates that you 100% know has got your back no matter what? 
Um, there's some blokes who might love you, but your relationship is very much based on the sport and the footy and the this and the that. Someone who really loves you, you know, like a brotherly type love. Um, if you've got someone like that, turn them into a Got Your Life friend. If you don't have that, then of course there's professional people that you can talk to. There's coaches, there's, there's uh, teachers, that type of stuff. But, and some blokes, if you're lucky enough, you've got a partner. You know, you've got a teacher. Uh, so, sorry, a partner or, or a loved one that looks after you. That's, that's probably the coolest thing you can get. But a lot of blokes may not want to be too vulnerable with their absolute direct partner. Um, so that way, make sure you find a mate. Speaking of Gotcha for Life friends, uh, you've picked up a couple over the last couple of days uh, as part of the Gotcha for Life family. Jake Trebojevic, uh, James Tedesco, they're on board. That must be exciting because NRL players would play a huge role in, I guess, making themselves vulnerable and showing the fans, like, we might be great on the big stage, we might be good footy players, we're just like you. We have daily struggles. Oh, absolutely. I mean, for me, Jake, Jake's mum and I used to do the canteen at Manavale Public School when our kids were there together. I was the only dad that ever did it because I had a breakfast job. So I was able to get there for like 11 o'clock. So we've been mates forever. And, and Jake's brother, who the only one that's not going to play for Australia in rugby league, um, Luke, he was in my cricket rep cricket team for Manly. So I've known the family forever. Jake used to put the boundary markers out whilst John, the dad used to do the barbecue for tea time. And, Tom and Jake would, you know, literally do throwdowns to the batters to warm them up before they came in. So Jake is the only rugby league player I said my daughters could ever marry. Um, <laughs> he, is that, he is literally the nicest, sweetest bloke you'd ever come across. Yeah, that's why I got Jake on board. Obviously, that connection was fantastic. And in the last couple of months or so, I've been talking to Teddy a little bit more. And, um, you know, he just, I think he's the number one rugby league player on the planet. Steve Smith's the number one cricketer on the planet. That was a pretty cool combination. Uh, as you know, Steve did all his punishment through the South Africa drama with us at Gotcha for Life. Um, standing in front of school kids, being open, honest and vulnerable, talking around that moment and the dramas that he went through is just absolutely beautiful. So, um, But not only that, um, it's lovely to have them on board as part of Gotcha, but it's also... They're under a lot of pressure, those blokes. So it's lovely to have someone away from the game and away from their team that they can be in contact with and I can help them in any way I possibly can with any contacts that I might have or any knowledge that I might have too. So it's very much a family, Zach. And, um, you know, the people that I get involved with Gotcha is, uh, are very special to me. And normally I've known them for quite a long time. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a cool part of the, the foundation to be able to roll out these ambassadors who are so good at their job. And these young kids, if they hear something from Steve Smith or James Tedesco or Jake Tavoyevich or Hugh Jackman, people listen. Uh, just because we're in isolation though, doesn't mean we need to be disconnected. And that's why I'm joining Gotcha for Life and the CoLive 19 initiative. If we can just save one person from doing something that, you know, that, is un you know, that you're just so sad about, then I think we've done our job. You've uh, recently shot something with James Tedesco, is that right, for Chemist Warehouse and Gotcha for Life and, and all the partners with a couple of sponsors uh, yeah. there. And I heard you're a big fangirl, basically. Oh, massively, massively. Um, it was so great. I had Steve Smith and James Tedesco, the best two at their uh, respective sports, there together doing a photo shoot and stuff. I can't believe I've been blown off the front page. They're just putting those two clowns up there. Yeah. I've been whipped into the editor's bit sort of 15 pages in. Um, but no, it's great to have the boys there. And oh, I'm totally fan. 
And um, they said, oh, to Tedesco, um, oh, Gus, can you sort of throw him a pass? And he sort of, and as he catches, we'll take the photo. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I'm spinning passes to him thinking I'm bloody Luke Carey. And he's just going, no, not a bad pass. And after a while, I got a little bit sort of, um, I don't have great um, uh, concentration span. So I've thrown a few passes, a bit high, a bit low. Um, but it was great fun. And in Smithy as well with the cricket bat and the ball. And in the end, they said, no more balls. You know, like, <laughs> I just can't control myself. I want to pick it up, knock it around. I mean, you don't get a chance to be with those blokes too often, do you? No, no, you're one very lucky man. And we sent out um, or asked for some questions from fans uh, when we said we were going to be having a chat with you today. So the first one we got was, uh, what are you doing to stay fit and healthy during isolation? We've got two cupboards for food. My kids have got a cupboard that I'm not allowed to go into. And there's another cupboard, which is my sort of healthier, fresher food. Um, but in saying that, you know, you've got to give yourself a break every now and again too. But yeah, no, just eating is the worst. You cannot out-train a bad diet. So even though I'm getting up early and doing my training, I've just probably eaten a little bit too much in the last couple of weeks since I've been in ISO. So just getting back on the horse and realising that, you know, what goes in is, is very, very important. Um, but keep myself moving as well. That's sort of my physical fitness. And then my mental fitness, it's all about just keeping communicating with my mates, um, seeing them as much as I can on FaceTime and remembering I'm only physically isolated, not isolated completely. Technology is awesome now. So you can keep in contact if you need to be. And just having a laugh with a mate for five minutes is just so important. From Oliver, he says, how do I deal with being separated from my family? I really feel for you, Oliver, because being separated from your family is, and especially from children, is very tough. And most of the guys that, that hit me up at Gotcha for Life, are, they're separated from the, from the wife or the partner. Sometimes it's not their decision. And then all of a sudden, they don't see the kids either. Plus, you're in the isolation now, so you can't even go across and have the visits that the court do allow you to have. So it's a very, very difficult thing. That's where FaceTime and Zoom, like you and I are doing, Zach, are so important because then you can, you can get, they can see daddy's face. You know, they can see the family's face. That's so much more important or better than a text or just a normal phone call. So use the technology out there. It's so, so good. Um, nothing's quite like being there in person and having a proper cuddle and that connection. But um, at least we've got the best we can with this technology. All right, this one's from me, although I've asked you a thousand already this, after, this afternoon. This is taking <laughs> the, the journalist hat off. What do you say to someone that is hesitating to pick up the phone and maybe call someone outside of their direct circle? So, you know, like obviously your, your close mates and your brothers and sisters and um, immediate family, it might be easy to pick up the phone. But you might think of someone... You know, I haven't spoken to Mick or Craig for four, six months, a year. That yeah. first step of, of doing it is tough. So what's your message to people like me that might be thinking that? Just dive in. Just dive in. I promise you, it's like most decisions that we sit around and we worry about for so long. Once a decision is made, it normally there's a great relief that goes with it. And you realise that, let's say Craig's name, you mentioned the name Craig. So let's say you haven't spoken to him for six months. Just FaceTime him. Or send him a text saying, man, I'm going to FaceTime you in 10 minutes' time. I've been thinking about you. Be a bit vulnerable. Say, I've been thinking about you. I can't believe how long it's been, and I really miss you. So I'd love to catch up with you in the next hour or so if I send you a FaceTime. Just, there's, there's just something very cool about that, you showing your vulnerability, letting that person know, and that person gets the message and goes, oh, oh yeah, I remember Zach. Hey, cool guy. Yeah, no, that'd be great. 
and then you make a connection and that connection then stays with you where if you don't jump in the pool then you'll never know so go for it life is too short to be sitting around and worrying about things that may or may not happen just get in there and do it okay all right just quickly why the roosters gus please well, my dad left the family home when I was young. We were living in Pimble, so it was going to be Manly or Norse. Well represented here, by the way. Yes. Go the Bears. Um, I can't hate Manly now because I love Jake and Tom. And saying that, um, my dad moved to Wallara and the old sports ground where the Allianz Stadium is now sitting. It was running in a different direction to Allianz, but the sports ground and Eastern Suburbs were there. And as far as I was concerned, dad just went right oh, take the two sons. He read a book. Um, gave my brother and I a can of Coke and a pie and we played footy on the hill and I just fell in love with, you know, that Rooster team of, you know, mid-70s is one of the greatest t sides of all time. So pretty easy to fall in love with them. And then, of course, um, I've just st stuck with them through thick and thin. I remember saying to Nick Politis 10 years ago when Nick was, uh, when, uh, uh, sorry, talking to Mark Burris when, um, when he was the finance bloke on the grill team, sort of going back eight or nine years, I said, there's a group, there's a family on the Northern Beaches called the Travoy Beaches. I'm telling you, mate, they're all going to play for Australia. I said, let's get them now. Let's get them nice and early and get them cheap. And I remind Mark Burris of that every time now. And he shakes his head and goes, I should have listened to you. Before I let you go, Gus, uh, where do we find Gotcha for Life uh, these days? All, all of my socials and Gotcha for Life have got all the socials too. But to give you an understanding of the type of work that we're doing and the program partners that we support, if you go to gotchaforlife.org, um, and just the last thing I'd love to say, um, Zach, is if there's anyone watching this and going, what should I do now? Just turn one of your mates into your Gotcha for Life friend. You know, go that little bit deeper with them, be a little bit more vulnerable. And if you have been worrying about contacting someone because it's been so long, well, life is too short, as has been proven with this virus. A month ago, we never thought we'd be in this position. Life is ever changing, so don't wait. Go for it and go for it now. Do it as soon as you possibly can. And I promise you, you know, at least you'll know one way or the other whether that person's going to be your mate or not. And uh, you're still on radio, Dead Set Legends, every Saturday morning on Triple M 104.9 in Sydney with the great Wendell Saylor, um, one of the, <laughs> the best league players, well, in his eyes, ever to play the game. <laughs> um, and uh, former Sydney Swan Jude Bolton as well. So that's a bit of fun. Absolute champions and the podcast there for anyone internationally that wants to, to have a listen to an hour of sort of well, sports entertainment and chat every, every Saturday. I love that. It's a great balance for me. All right, mate. Well, we love listening in every Saturday morning. We love the work you're doing. We've got you for life. And of course, uh, CoLive19, I better go uh, call my mate Craig. Make sure you do, mate, straight away, brother. Do that. You won't, you won't regret it. <laughs> <laughs>